0: Oh, praise the Lord. I want to direct your attention to the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 61 and verse number one. We'll read the first two verses together. And while you're turning there, uh, I know they're not here tonight, but I do want to just express congratulations to my brother and sister-in-law on the birth of baby Judah. And we're very, very excited for them and we're going to have revival around here one way or the other. There's going to be church growth one way or the other. And uh, they, they are extremely happy and everyone's healthy. And we thank the Lord for it. Psalm 61 and 1. And we'll read down to verse 2. This is a Psalm of David. And he says this, Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I'd like to preach for a very brief moment. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. Now, this is a one-point message tonight. And so if you go to sleep on me, you're going to miss it. So let's lift up our hands and ask the Lord to help us. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. I pray that you would help us tonight. I pray that your spirit would guide us in this service, Lord. In these brief moments we have together, we don't know what tomorrow holds, God, but we know we're here right now, and we have an opportunity to receive your word and respond. We give you praise. And everyone said in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for standing. Thank you for worshiping. You can be seated. We don't know the circumstances that caused David to write this beautiful psalm. It could have been during a time of spiritual backsliding when he was making his way to God. Perhaps he was under attack from the Philistines, or he might have even been running from King Saul. All of these are speculations. We just don't know specifics but we do know that his heart was overwhelmed. To be overwhelmed is one of the most humbling experiences that you can ever go through in your life. No one likes to be physically overwhelmed. That's when your body is exhausted. Have you ever been so overwhelmed when you're carrying something and you just feel like you can't hold it anymore and you drop it? That's, that's what it means to be physically overwhelmed. But David is describing something that goes far beyond physical exhaustion. When your heart is overwhelmed, you feel like giving up. You feel like dropping out and giving in to the emotional pressure of the moment. When your heart is overwhelmed, you might be physically capable capable of going on, but your heart just can't take another moment of the turmoil. It feels like there's no safe place, no rest, no hope, no solution, and no peace to be found. An overwhelmed heart brings weakness and paralysis to an otherwise healthy body. There's no medical solution for an overwhelmed heart. Temporarily deadening the pain only pushes the agony into another day. However, when your heart is overwhelmed, You are uniquely positioned for a miracle because to be overwhelmed is the exact opposite of pride and self-sufficiency. In fact, God sometimes allows us to go through trials that overwhelm our hearts so that we'll put our faith in him and not in ourselves. Trusting the heart is what gets the heart into all kinds of messes in the first place. You see, when you learn to completely depend on God and sometimes you have no choice, when your heart is totally overwhelmed, you get to a place where you say, I have to trust the Lord. And when you do that, you are standing on the verge of a miracle. The greatest miracles in my life happened when I was completely broken and totally overwhelmed. Because there was nothing left for me to do but simply trust God. And when the storm was over and when the smoke and the dust had settled, I could sing like David. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. Does anybody have a testimony tonight that God brought you through a time when you thought you were not going to make it? When your heart is broken and when your life is shattered... Remember that God draws near to them that are of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. If we think we can fix it ourselves, we'll leave God on the sidelines. And that's what many people do. They relegate God to the sidelines because they feel as if they can do it on their own. And when you get to that place, God will find a way to bring you to a moment where you have no choice but to trust him. When we're self-sufficient, We'll give God professional praise. We'll do the Holy Ghost hop and the Pentecostal patty cake. That's that's the way we come to church when we're trusting in ourselves. But when we truly get desperate for a miracle, when our heart is totally overwhelmed, we'll shout like blind Bartimaeus, Jesus, thou son of David. Have mercy upon me, a sinner. And sometimes that's exactly what you have to do. You have to cry out to Jesus with all of your heart. And you have to say, Lord, I'm not leaving this place until you touch me. Jonah said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I. And thou heardest my voice. Sometimes you have to go into the bowels of hell before you will finally cry out to Jesus. Sometimes you've got to go to the ends of the earth. So that you can sing like David, I cried from the ends of the earth and trusted God. Sometimes you've got to sink beneath the waves like Peter before you'll finally take Jesus by the hand and be lifted back above the water. But if you will cry out to God, he will always answer. Jesus said, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. God said through the prophet Isaiah. A scripture that I had never fully noticed before until recently. God said before they call, look at your neighbor and say before, before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear them. Oh, somebody needs to get that revelation tonight. God knows what you're going to ask before you ask it. And when you begin to cry out to God, he's going to start moving on your behalf before you can even get the words out of your mouth. Somebody needs to go ahead and cry unto God. Somebody needs to go ahead and say, my heart. Overwhelmed tonight, my spirit might be suffering, my soul might be weighted down with a heavy burden, but I'm going to cry out to Jesus. And when you do, he will begin to move before you can even get the words out of your mouth. Hallelujah. The Psalm of David reminds us that when we are overwhelmed, he is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. When we are broken, he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. And when we feel alone, he is Jehovah Shama, the Lord is present. But when we don't have to call on all of these names, because tonight we know what his name is, his name is Jesus. They called him Emmanuel, meaning God, with us. He shall save his people from their sins. Jesus is the rock that is higher than I am. Jesus is the cornerstone. He is the stone that the builders rejected. He is the foundation, the only sure foundation, the safe place that we can rest firmly upon in times of distress. And I came to preach to someone tonight. I know it's a Wednesday night and this is mostly the choir that I'm preaching to. If your heart is overwhelmed tonight, Go ahead and cry out to Jesus and let him bring healing into your soul. Go ahead and reach out to God. Go ahead and reach out to God. But there is a greater miracle. And I believe that it is one that our generation desperately needs. It's why we're going into a season of revival. We're going into a season of revival because there is a world outside of the four walls of this church. Full of people who are overwhelmed, their minds are overwhelmed, their hearts are overwhelmed, they don't know what to do, they don't know what to turn, they've tried everything, and still have yet to find happiness, peace, and joy, and so here we are at Apostolic Tabernacle, and we know who Jesus is, And yet there are people who pass by this building every day and they have no idea who Jesus really is. They might have heard the name. They might have heard a song on the radio. Maybe grandma used to sing a hymn, but that's about all they know. Maybe they can quote a verse here or there, just a little snippet, but they don't really know that he is the mighty God in Christ. They don't understand that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. They don't understand that he's far more than a prophet or a good teacher. They need to understand that he is their savior. He is the rock that they can step on. He is the one who can bring them out of the miry clay and set their feet on a rock to stay. He is the one that is, as trite as it might sound, the answer for the world today. In a world that is increasingly divided, in a world that is increasingly hostile to one another, you can break people into groups, political groups, racial groups, class groups, And they become increasingly hostile to one another. I'm concerned for the direction that America is going. But can I tell you, Jesus is still the answer. Jesus is still the rock that is higher than we are. He is still the only safe place. And when a heart is overwhelmed, I hear people on the radio They talk about the futility of it all. Solomon said it this way. I saw everything. I had everything. And in the end, everything is vanity. Everything is for naught. But Jesus is the one that gives us meaning. Jesus is the one that can still the cry of a hurting soul. As the musicians come, the psalmist said it this way. Psalm 119 and 145. David again. He said in another passage, I cry. With my whole heart, hear me, O Lord. Hallelujah. I cried with my whole heart, hear me, Lord, and I will keep thy statutes. I cried unto thee, save me and I shall keep thy testimonies. Sometimes your heart has to be overwhelmed so that you can finally cry out to God with your whole heart. You can't give God a portion of your heart, a part of your heart, a piece of yourself, and hold something back. But when you get truly desperate with God, you will come to a place where you cry with your whole heart. And when you genuinely cry with your whole heart to God, it will always be followed with a statement that says, Lord, not only do I want you to move on my behalf, but I am willing to keep your commandments. That's my prayer for this revival. I said, that's my prayer for this revival. My prayer is for people who come to this church Sunday after Sunday and even Wednesday after Wednesday, and they embrace God, but they've never cried out to God with their whole heart. And they've never said, Lord, it's my desire to keep your statutes." But when your heart is overwhelmed, you will cry. The secret places the innermost places that no one knows about you'll cry to God and when you do He will lift you out the depths of discouragement. He'll lift you out of pain He'll lift you out of suffering He'll lift you out of false doctrine He'll lift you out of misdirection because that's the God that we serve I'd like us to stand. I'm closing. I told you it was a one-point message tonight. I want us to stand and I want us to pray that God would give us. Point to yourself and say, that's me. And I want us to pray for ourselves that we would surrender our entire heart to God. You know, if you live for God long enough, you can get to a place where without meaning to it just kind of happens naturally. You start holding little portions of your heart back from God we learn how to worship we learn how to dress right for church we learn how to pass the inspections but deep inside we're holding portions of our heart back and if we're not careful God will bring us to a place where we're overwhelmed and then we have no choice I wonder if we could re-surrender our hearts to the Lord for just a moment. Can we lift up our hands all across the building? And let's say, Lord, I'm surrendering my whole heart to you, God. The secret places. Lord, there's areas that we've taken back. We gave it to you a long time ago. An old altar. Years and years ago, we gave it to you, Lord. But we've been taking it back piece by piece, bit by bit. And I pray that this revival would be a season where, Lord, we surrender it back to you completely. There are people who are struggling through pain and circumstances that they don't understand. And it's because their heart is not completely surrendered. And you're calling them to a place of absolute surrender. Hallelujah. If you've rededicated your heart, I want you to stretch up your hands even higher and pray that God would help those who are coming to this revival that God would bring someone who's overwhelmed into these altars and that they would cry out with their whole heart. Stretch your hands towards these altars and say, Lord, answer prayers in these altars. Move in these altars. Save in these altars. Deliver in these altars. Heal in these altars. Let it be a place of surrender, a place of rest. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord of all, Jesus be the Lord of all, the King of my heart. If it's appropriate, just reach over and pray for someone close to you for a moment here. There's somebody here who's hurting tonight and God wants to minister to them. Just reach over and take someone by the hand and pray for them. Love on them a little bit. God wants to minister through you right now to encourage somebody. There's a heart that's overwhelmed in this building. There's a heart that's hurting. Why don't you pray for them in the Holy Ghost for just a minute. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Minister to a hurting heart, I pray right now, God. Help us to surrender the secret places. Help us to surrender everything. Oh, God. Lord, we don't want to have to be like Jonah. We don't want to have to go down into the bowels of hell. We don't want to have to go down into the belly of a fish because we walked away from you, God. We don't want to have to get to that point of desperation, Lord. Help us to surrender Before we're totally overwhelmed, God. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. And renew a right spirit within me, Lord. I want my heart to be right. I want my spirit to be right. I want my soul to be clean. I want my mind to be pure, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 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 Be our rock, be our strong tower, Lord. Somebody needs to step onto the rock right now. Someone needs to step into the strong tower. Let him be your rest. Let him be your strength when your strength is gone. Hallelujah. Let him be your fortress when your walls have fallen down. Hallelujah. When you don't know how to encourage yourself, let the Holy Ghost encourage you right now. You don't know how to encourage yourself, but go ahead and let the Lord encourage you in his presence. You don't know how to find rest yourself. Go ahead and enter. Enter into the courts of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let him give you peace. Let him give you rest. Let him give you emotional healing tonight. Some of you are battling depression. You need to step onto the rock. You need to go ahead and step into the strong tower tonight. (laughs) Let Jesus be your portion. Let Jesus be enough for you. You can try to fill it with things. You can try to fill it with substances. You can try to fill it with distractions. But in the end, Jesus is more than enough to meet your need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, somebody all just step in right now. There's still a little resistance. We need to step in. Step in, step in. Step into the rest. Step into the presence of the Lord. You can't manufacture it. You can't make it happen. All you've got to do is cry unto the Lord with your whole heart. All you've got to do is say, Lord, I'm desperate. I can't make it without you, Lord. There's no answer apart from you, God. I have no solution without you, Jesus. Some of you are in pain tonight. You're in chronic pain. You need a miracle. The doctors have no solution for you. But we're stepping onto the rock tonight, the rock that is higher than we are. That's where our healing comes from. That's where our deliverance comes from. We find our rest in Him. Hallelujah. Kingdoms of my heart. Hallelujah. 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 Every head bowed, every eye closed, nobody looking around. I wonder as pastors looking, I'm looking, nobody else looking around. I wonder if you could just say, Pastor, French, Brother Ryan, my heart is overwhelmed tonight. And I need you to pray for me. Just stretch up your hand right now. My heart is overwhelmed. We're going to pray for you right now. Lift up that other hand. Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, I can can feel the hurting hearts in this room right now, Lord. And Lord, there are people under the sound of my voice. They're so overwhelmed. They don't even have the strength hardly to even speak the name of Jesus. But I pray, God, that they would find the courage and that they would find the fortitude. To open up their mouth and cry out to you with their whole heart, Lord. And I'm praying right now that you would send ministering angels to comfort them, Lord. In their time of despair, their time of distress, God. The enemy's coming in like a flood, Lord. I can feel the resistance of the enemy. And I rebuke him right now on their behalf in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God, I pray that you would release them from pressure. That you would release them from discouragement. That you would release the bands that have them bound tightly right now. Their praise is restricted. Their shout is restricted. Their dance is restricted. Their faithfulness is restricted, God. Their prayer life is restricted, Lord. And I pray you would release them right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that they would walk confidently. Pray that you would restore the joy of their salvation. Restore the joy of their salvation. I pray it in the name of Jesus. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. I'm going to close with this. You know, when I was a kid, my mama used to pray. She still prays, but she I lived with her then, and I heard her pray all the time. And when Mama prayed, you heard her pray. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And and she would sometimes pray at night, and I would hear her in the other room, and, you know, sometimes I was a, a hard teenager to deal with, and I, I would hear her, and she would pray something like this, Lord, if you have to keep him awake all night long (laughs) Lord if if you've got to scare him a little bit whatever you've got to do God do something Lord if he has to be overwhelmed and I specifically remember her saying that one time if he has to be totally overwhelmed if that's what it takes for him to cry out to you with his whole heart then Lord do whatever you've got to do and wouldn't you know it, that's exactly what God did time after time after time. God answered her prayer. And I'd be overwhelmed. I thought I knew everything. You know, I was one of the big, biggest smart alecks in the world growing up. I know that's hard to believe. You can't even imagine me being loud or having a big mouth. I know that's, that's impossible to think of a preacher. But I thought I knew everything. But I didn't know everything. And then God would put me in situations that would humble me to the place where I had no choice to cry out to God. There's some mamas and grandmothers here. You have children. And their hearts need to be overwhelmed so that they can cry out to God with their whole heart. And I wonder if we could pray for them right now. Could we pray that prayer my mama prayed? Lord, their soul is far more important than their happiness in this world. Lord, if you've got to put them through temporary pain, If they have to go through a season where they're overwhelmed, God, whatever it takes. Because their soul, their soul is the most important thing. And I pray, God, if you have to keep them up all night long. God, Lord, make it where they can't sleep, Lord. Speak to them into the night. Help them realize they can't depend on themselves. Help them understand that there's no hope for them apart from you. Hear the prayer of these mothers. The prayers of these grandmothers, I pray, Lord, they their hair is a covering, Lord. They've been obedient, God, and they have power with the angels. I pray that you would hear them as they pray right now, in the name of Jesus. Encourage some of these moms and some of these grandmothers who are discouraged. They they don't think they matter. They don't think they're making a difference. They don't think their kids or their grandkids care about their opinion. But Lord, they have power. They have power right now in the realm of the supernatural. Their prayers are making a difference, Lord, in ways that we can't see or comprehend. Dispatch from angels right now, God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You're dismissed tonight. Turn around and hug somebody's neck. Let them know you love them. Don't forget Revival Sunday. Be inviting people to church. Be letting people know. Be reaching out to them.